let me share with you some things here tonight. And would you believe with me for revelation knowledge? You know, Jesus said that upon this rock, of course, that's revelation knowledge. I'll build my church, and the gates of where they shall not prevail against it. It's revelation of God's word that changes our lives completely. And that is the revelation of his word that defeats the devil. Hallelujah. And I want to, to look at something here and believe God together. About Christ within. Christ within. And I know I've spoken different, you know, ways or different approach of this, uh, this concept, this truth about Christ within, because many times we think of him being out there, but we forget about him being in us. That's amazing. We think that, let me start with this scripture here. In, uh, in Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, I think I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. Look at verse 10. The Amplified Version says, And you are in him. So you see that in him. I encourage you uh, to get a book of Kenneth E. Hagin, a small book. It's called In Him. Very small. I think probably if you went online, you'll buy it. soft copy maybe for a dollar or so. This <laughs> is so small. Uh, I read it in the year 2000. We had in the Bible school. I still have, I think, a copy or two, but I've had copy. But nowadays it's so easy to get those soft copies. And it's called In Him. And I think originally that revelation, he received revelation by, by reading the books of uh, E.W. Kenyon. But, but think about this. He says this. You are in him. Who's that? In Christ. Made full and having come to fullness of life. How many times you think like I'm waiting for one day I will experience fullness of life. He says having come. You know some English like I know a little bit of some English. Huh? And, and you're having, having uh, you're in him made full and having come to fullness of life. In Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and rich, full, spiritual stature. Now, now think about this. Again, probably what me say about this book also is so powerful. I read it many years ago of Watchman Nee, based on uh, the book of Ephesians. He calls it sit, walk, stand. <laughs> sit, walk, stand. Based on the book of Ephesians. But he says this, we first must what? Sit. And how do we sit? In him. In Christ. You sit. Remember, we are seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father. 
We're seated with Christ far above all principalities. So he says this, uh, Ochmani says this, uh, Christianity begins by resting. If you don't rest, you can't walk. And if, if you don't rest, you can't walk. Now look at this. <laughs> you have to go meditate on this, okay? You don't get it by just hearing it once. But think about this. Now Ochmani says this, God works, then he rests. For man to work the works of God, he must begin by entering into God's rest. Then he says this, the first, the seventh day, which is the resting day of God, was the first day of man. So God works and rests. Or he walked. Remember, his works are finished. He walked and rested. For man to walk the works of God, he must first enter into God's rest. Now look at this. Same concept. Remember, in the, in the beginning, God, Elohim, created. Okay? But, but look at this. That's Genesis chapter 1. But remember, Jesus said this. It's finished. So what do we call what Jesus has done? We call what he has done the finished work of Christ. And how do you and I enter into the kingdom of God? By acknowledging and by accepting the finished work of Christ. Remember when they asked Jesus, I think they were the Jews, they, they asked him, how can we work the works of God. And then Jesus said this. This is the work of God. How can we work the works, plural, of God? But Jesus said this. This is the work, singular. <laughs> you did some English? Singular. Then they are asking, how can we do, the, in fact, this is the way, this is the way they ask it. How can we do the works of God? You want to read that scripture? Or you okay? You can go search it up. Okay. Now, you do, what's your name? <laughs> uh, we'll come back to this. But can we flow tonight? Can we enjoy the glory of God and the word of God? Hallelujah. Now, look at this. Uh, it's in John. should be John 8. Let's see. John Yep, John 6 John 6 says this <clears throat> Let's start from verse 26 It says Jesus answered them Oh man, we won't go into all those Jesus answered them and said I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, uh, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Can you imagine God tells you, you're coming here to me before, you're coming to prayer because of your stomach. You don't want that, do you? <laughs> you came, you're following me because you want to eat. <laughs> now look at this, it says this, 
Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Now look at what follows next. Then they say to him, What shall we do that we may walk the works of God? You see that? And then he says this, Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work, singular, of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. So he says this, in other words, to do the works of God, you need to believe in the work of God. And that's Jesus. So man's, man has to enter into God's rest for him to do what? To work the works of God. You see what I'm saying? You have to believe. Listen, salvation, we were saved by grace through faith and that not of our, our what? Works is what? The gift of God. All right? Is that the gift of God? Come on now. This is to believe in him whom he sent. That's the gift of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only. He gave the gift. Now, so he says this. So, we was, we are, are we saved? We are saved not by works, but by what? By grace. Not by our own works. So, in other words, that's the work of God. The Son, Jesus. And he finished everything for us now to enter into the kingdom of God. is just to say, Father, I believe in your son Jesus Christ. I believe you raised him from the dead and I accept him as my savior. You've entered in. Right there. So you've entered into what? His rest. The, the, the war we have actually, the work we have to do, the faith we have to use is to renew our minds in believing what is done for us. That's the big part right here. Be renewing our minds according to the word of God. It's not striving in the flesh. It's renewing our minds. Agreeing with God. Agreeing with God. What do I, I agree with God. He, he has supplied all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And what am I supposed to do? Act that way. Believe that way. And look at this. So in Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 2 says that we are seated with Christ. So going back to watch my knee. So that means this. We have rested in him. And then when it comes to chapter 3, chapter 4, it's showing us how to walk. The walk that we have entered in. Walk worthy of the calling. You remember that? And then in Ephesians chapter 6 then, after that we can stand against the enemy. To stand believing what is already done for us and resist the devil. You, you understand that? You're greener. Do you see now the work and, and, and all that? So let's go back to Colossians chapter 2. So then, so think about this. You are in him, made full and having come to fullness of life. So look at this. Our part is to believe that. And renew our minds in this belief. 
that I am full in him. Uh, I, I tell people, I tell especially single people, they, they, they can think like, uh, I, I think I'll be, I'll be full when I get married. I'll be complete when I get married. Wrong. You'll never, he, he won't complete you. Christ only is the one who can complete you. So you have to, uh, to know that you are complete in him. And when you are coming, listen to this, whether you are single or whatever, whatever state you are in, we all have to know who he is to us. Period. Do you know what that does? It removes any pressure. Do you know what that means? What, what, what means now? You've entered into his rest. Do you know what that means? You're just about to receive your miracle. Or, let me not call it a miracle, you're about to enter into the God's provision right there. By doing what? By resting in what is done. If you keep repeating and say, oh God, oh God, you have to intervene. You haven't entered into his rest yet. You have to intervene in this situation. No, you get, listen to this, you enter, you come to the word of God, you meditate on what he has done or in what he has done until you realize this, the peace of God has come into your heart and in your mind. The Bible calls it the peace that surpasses, uh, surpasses all understanding. And when that is in place, you know it is done. You know it is done. You know it. What are you doing there? You're walking and you're standing. The striving is to make sure you sit. You make sure always you're sitting. I'm not talking about, uh, what do you call those uh, seats you used to call them? Uh, huh? You know, when you, you are running, running, and then you the first one to sit. You call them what? What, what chairs? Musical chairs. So you make sure when, when it's is, is being given a command to sit, you are not standing. Because <laughs> you'll be out of the game. You know, ever play musical chairs? Just two of us? Some of us were not, never you. <laughs> but, but, but you're seeing what I'm saying. So then you have to enter into what? That rest all the time. All the time. All the time. Let me, let me show you a scripture of rest. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by what? Prayer and supplications with what? Thanksgiving. In other words, I've received it by faith. You're thanking him because you've received it by faith. Then make, make your request be known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. And what's, what follows next? Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, pure, noble, and all, all that, you say, uh, the Amplified Version says this, fix your mind on these things. Fix your mind on them. In other words, count it done and think that way and sleep that way and walk that way. What a carefree life. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, I've I'll wake up early in the morning. I hope there are birds in your area. But wake up early in the morning and check the birds, how they act. I mean, they, they have no care whatsoever. Well, probably some have woken in the morning. 
What about the rent? Oh God. Oh God. And the birds. And I said, look at the birds over here. <laughs> look at the birds over here. They have no care. Remember those are the words of Jesus? I remember years ago, Pastor Wade was in the U.S. and there were bills to pay and the precious amount. And I remember in the office, if you come to office, the old building, I went there. And I stood there and there are some trees uh, around there. I saw birds jumping from one branch to another. And I had a scripture, look at the birds of the air. I thought, yeah, why am I, what am I doing here? Look at that bird. It doesn't have even one single care. I have stood by the window in our, in our, in our house, by the kitchen, kitchen window, and I'm looking outside, and it's concrete, yeah? Cabro. And there, there are birds that are eating constantly. Say, what are they eating? What are they eating? Yet the Bible says God provides for them. You believe the Bible? You're looking at me as if you don't believe the Bible. You believe the Bible? Yet God says he's providing for that bird. Whatever they're eating is not visible to you, but they're eating. And I don't see, I'm serious. I don't see any one of them looking frail and weak and suffering from uh, a supposedly finance bill. Hey, let's literally take, take Jesus at his word, just what he said. Listen this, taking him at his word is rest. Let me give you another one. Maybe, maybe I say it in different ways until you get it. <laughs> I remember a certain man calling, I was, I'd call him to inquire of something years ago. And then he told me, oh, no, no, uh, Davis, actually, uh, what I do, I, I, don't, I don't own that. I usually hire. I said, you do? Yeah. So tell me, where do you hire from? Um, and he told me, no, those people, I'm no longer dealing with them, so that's fine. Uh, I, I can call them, but find out. So before he hung up, he said this. However, find out any company that is hiring. And then when you find out how much it will cost, I will pay it for you. Has, did you say that? Yes, I said, I'll pay for you. Now that was such a, something that I needed it to happen. Didn't I need it to happen? Now for someone say that, find out the amount, get the thing, I'll pay, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I'll pay that bill. I remember where I was, you know, from uh, near Saudi Arabia Embassy, you know where it is, and Vega Road, and I'm driving down towards, making a corner going to, towards Pangari. Many years ago, the old, uh, you know, Vega Road. I got so excited. I thought, man, this money is paid for. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm just so excited. Then I had the spirit of the Lord say this to me. He said he gave you his word and you believe him. And he's a mortal man. How much 
how much more when I tell you I'll do something for you? Why don't you take me at my word? Ask so forgive me. Huh? You doubt, Leigh, if I said, Blair, by tomorrow. And I'm, I'm not serious, okay? So don't follow me. <laughs> Leigh, by tomorrow, I'll make sure I'll send that 100,000. I'm just deciding to give it as a gift to you. This evening, we'll be calculating equivalent to that 100,000. There are some things probably you'll throw them out of your head. <laughs> but, but, but look at this. You'll be calculating, you, knew, you know I'm going to keep my word. You, you, you understand that? But listen, this is not going to happen either. I'm a human being. I can go this night to heaven. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and then tomorrow I say, oh, you're waiting for me to say, and I say, no, he's not there, he's in heaven. Oh, God. Oh. I'm not going, okay? I agree. But look at this. God, when he tells you something, his word remains. His word, listen to what I'm about to tell you, his word should give us complete rest. 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 It's done. Why is it done? He said it. Oh, but forget, devil. It's done. He said it. I don't know how many times since August I've gone back to the Lord and, you know, things are chaos in the, in the nation. And the Lord tells me, I already gave you the word. For this nation. I say, oh, yeah, you did, Lord. It's like we are waiting for something. We are waiting for something. God, tell us something new. You know, they, they tell us something new, Lord, because the expressway is being brought down. I, said, I already gave you the word. It has nothing to do with the expressway. When we believe his word, we enter into his rest. This is the work of God that you may do what? Believe in him whom he has sent. That's it. That's it. So our strive should be what? Entering into his rest. And how do we enter in? By resting. But how do we enter in? By believing in the word of God only. And then after that, what do we do? Renew our minds. I had Brother Kenneth Copeland say this many years ago. We were in the Bible school. And first when I heard him, I thought like, hmm, they understand what he said, really. But I understood it. Uh, later, I started getting more light. He said, uh, you know, when you see the Bible of sufferings, then he said this. He said, no, no, no. Don't think like suffering like, oh, I'm sick, so I'm suffering for Christ. No, that's not what the Bible says about suffering. That's religion. Christ suffered for you and I that we should not go through that. He, he bore our sins in his own body on the tree that has been dead to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So that is already taken care of. Okay? What about our provision? 
taken care of. Say, oh, no, I'm hungry, so I'm, uh, you know, I didn't have any food. I'm suffering for the Lord. No, you don't. This is the suffering of a believer resisting the devil. Resisting the devil. He's, he, he brings, he throws thoughts in our minds and, and he says, no, devil, it's written. And it, have you ever felt that way sometimes? It's like your, your mind is bombarded by, bombarded by every negative word? If you've never experienced that, then you're not walking in the spirit. <laughs> but if you're walking in the spirit, you're believing. Let, let me give you an example. You prayed in the morning and you believed you have what you said. And you believe you have it. And then you walk up, you, you go out and someone gives you a, just a different report from what you're believing. And you go, oh God, I thought I'd already received it. Now he stripped you. You see what I, what I mean? He stripped you. But you believed it, you got into the word of God. That's why your believing should always be, uh, our believing should take us to the, to the word of God until we see what he says. Then we go out. And then immediately, an example, you, you believed, you received. By that day, you said, I receive 100,000 and this bill is paid for in the name of Jesus. And then they call you from the school. Something has come up. And we need urgently 28,000 shillings. Oh God, now it's 128,000. No, it has increased. No, 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 no. Don't, no, no. Then stay in your rest. You say yes, and I have it paid in the name of Jesus. Don't tell them that way. They don't know. You understand that? You say yes, I'm, I'm believing to make the arrangements for that. But then after that, immediately you hang up that ugly face of the devil. He say this, now where are you going to get all this money from? They said, no, devil, I already prayed that and I believe I have it. No, but you don't have it. Say, devil, I have it. My God has supplied all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You cannot make me wonder. Now, that's suffering. You understand? That's your being under attack of the enemy. But what do you do? When you realize your mind is wandering so much, Hengida, Gadaba, Stokesh, Redim, Romange, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I'm telling you, when you stand, remember, you, you are submitting. By doing that, by taking the word of God, you are submitting to him. You are submitting to God. And what are you doing at the same time? Resisting the devil. And what is going to happen? The divine command says this. He will flee from you. He will flee from you. Listen, this the moment I had this, it really blessed me. The devil is under the divine command. When you resist him, when you submit to God, resist him, he's under divine command to flee from you. I hope you got what I just said right there. He's under the divine command. Listen, that's the eternal word of God. Submit to God, resist the devil, and what happens? He'll flee from you. Jesus showed us the perfect example. It's written. It's written. What happened? He went. He left. For some time though. Then he shows up again in another area. 
Rest, the fullness of life in Christ. You two are filled with your Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and a rich, full spiritual stature, and is the head of all rule and prosper uh, and, and authority over every angelic principality and power. Let's go to to Second Corinthians chapter four, talking about Christ within. So have you, have you seen about, have you understood about suffering? Huh? Did you get some light? Yeah, because it's, that's the light, really, of, of Christianity. Ah, you have to meditate and meditate and just be quiet and pray in the Holy Ghost and meditate and think about this. The enemy I'm dealing with is already defeated. I thought about this. I've ever thought about it, but this afternoon I was praying and the Lord brought it up in my heart. I thought, that's good. Let me see if you can paint an image in me. Jesus was crucified and went into Hades, tortured beyond what, what you can imagine. And then, the third day, the Bible says he was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, the Spirit of God. Do you remember that? But look at this. And, and Colossians 2.15 shows us that he stripped the devil completely. And then he was raised from the dead. And remember, he died as a lamb. Behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Remember John the Baptist saying that? In, in John 1.29, he died as a lamb. Huh? But listen to this. He was raised as a priest, a high priest. But let me ask you, who slaughters the lamb? Priest. But he was raised. And you know Caiaphas, you remember that? He, he, he made that decree. He was a high priest. You remember Caiaphas was a high priest. So actually, Jesus died as a lamb, the lamb of God. But when he was raised up, he was raised up, and he left Hades, having defeated the devil with his own blood. You find that in the book of Hebrews. So he was raised up as what? A priest. You know, like, like even, uh, uh, come on, uh, in uh, Hebrews chapter 4, uh, going there, I think, verse 14, Therefore, seeing that we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens. So he's, he rose up as a high priest and he went before the mercy seat, the throne of God, with his own blood. Does that remind you of uh, Yom Kippur? The day of, day of atonement? But now he entered once and for all with his own blood. Is that too deep? Or you're getting that? Now, now think about this. But where did he come from? From the kingdom of darkness straight into the throne room. In fact, he told Mary, Mary wanted to touch him. I said, no, don't touch me. For now I'm ascending to your God. And who's your, my God, who's your God? And my father, who's your father? He was going to cleanse and make a way ready for us.
to come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now think about this thing. <sighs> you can't imagine enough. You should be imagining. But you can't imagine enough. God made sin. God made sick. God made poor. That is darkness by itself. But look at this. He left that domain and he entered straight into the presence of God with no sense of sin, guilt, or condemnation. I'm about to tell you something. That, uh, that's what new creation means. We go before the Father as if we've never sinned before. Condemnation is a killer of your faith. But you go to the, before the Father. It doesn't matter what has happened here before. What you need to do is first John 1, 9, in true uh, repentance and ask God for forgiveness. Uh, and, then, and then you enter in into the presence of the Father. And the devil can't do anything about it. You qualify. What a savior. Hallelujah. What a savior. Okay, so 2 Corinthians 4, 5 to 6. You can tell you've missed it two Wednesdays. So today I'm packing all of them at a go. <laughs> For what we preach, let, let me have it from the New King James Version, please. For we do not preach ourselves. But who? Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus' sake. Look what follows. I want you to pay attention to this. Alright? You're not responding. Alright? Don't you to pay attention. You're not responding. You're watching at home. Alright? Leave the sufuri alone. <laughs> now look at this then. For it is the God I want you to use your imagination. The Holy Spirit help them. It is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now look at this. It is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. When did he do that? In the beginning. We found that in Genesis chapter 1. Alright? Come on now. I want us to, 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 like we say in Kenya, we be together. Are we together? Okay, now, okay. It is a God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. So when did he do that? In the beginning. Now look at this. Apostle Paul, by the Spirit, is taking us back to the creation. The first creation. He says, the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. But he says this, who has shone in our hearts. What does that mean? He's taking us back to the Genesis, the beginning. And then he says, now this is happening. He has shone where? In your heart. 
in our hearts. Now, if you've been taken back to the beginning, it's creation. So he's talking about now, he's talking about another creation. But what is that creation? A new creation. So he says this, that God made the command in the beginning. But listen to this, he's made you a new creation. And is shining in your heart. Now, does that remind you of Colossians chapter 2, the one we read about the Godhead indwelling in you? I'm telling you, as believers, sometimes even the devil wonders, it's like, these people don't know that God dwells in them. If only they can know, we'll be run, we'll be run out of town. <laughs> we'll run out of town because of these people. But I, th I think in his meetings, he, he does this, I think. This is my thing. In his meetings, he says this. Make sure those Christians don't know who they are. Deceive them. Speak to them all lies. Tell them how sick they are. Remind them of the sin that they committed in 1972. And remind them of the sin of their grandfather. And tell them this is a curse. And trip them during the day and remind them how they sin, how they talked, how they gossiped. Make sure condemnation is always. Now, now maybe this, the, the demon of condemnation is told. Make sure you are constantly on her shoulder to, to have a balance of gender on his shoulder too. <laughs> Make sure he's there and keep telling you, your failure, your failure, your failure, your failure. So if you keep hearing our thoughts over and over again, don't imagine it's yours. Tell the devil, take that thought away from me and I take authority over you. Go now in the name of Jesus. It's amazing when you lift up your voice. Sometimes you realize, what happened? I laid hands on us. I've seen that several times, but I'm remembering a certain individual recently. I laid hands on this young man. And I could tell the power of God and the presence of God came on him. And when I was done, he said this. Now he spoke in tongues for the first time. And he said this. All those thoughts that I had in me just left them and something just fresh came in. But I wish I'd have all that all the time myself. <laughs> but I have to renew my mind or, you know, use my, my faith to renew my mind. And look, look at this. Don't you see that those are strongholds of the enemy broken by the power of God? Because all of a sudden, I don't know, I've heard people actually say, they say, you lay hands on me and something cracked right here. And it's like my ears started hearing. My mind has become clear. That's what he does. You know, like he fastens. Ladies, I think sometimes they have a certain gadget that they put on, on the head that way. You know the one I'm talking about? That, that just, let me do it on Martin. It doesn't have any hair anyway. You know, it does it. You feel like the devil comes and does this. And I'm pushing, okay? And right over there. And many of them people having those migraine headaches and all that. That's the enemy. You just tell, and, and mostly stops. Church, you can do this. And say, devil, off my mind in the name of Jesus. And I rebuke you. And I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. I will not think that thought again. 
You are in command. So I, did you see the connection? Of in the beginning as the new creation? But nowhere has he shown. Remember this. His past tense. He has shown in our hearts. Now. That means I need to be aware of the shining one in me. <laughs> over and over again. I need to be aware of him. Wherever I'm going, I need to be aware of him right inside of me. Not outside, right inside of me all the time. Remember, Christ within me. Right inside of me. And, and I'm telling you, that strength right there. Right inside of me. When I am exercising and, and other things I'm, I'm doing, but exercising, and, and it's so tough, Mostly, I, I tell the Lord this, and I told him a while ago. I told him this, I'm not going to walk in this life alone. In other words, I have to concentrate for you to give me strength. I'm not going to. I am not going to, uh, uh, to go through life with uh, no pain, no gain. I refuse that. I don't have to go through pain to gain anything. Do you hear that, Morris? <laughs> I, I refuse that. You understand? I refuse that. You know, to go to a physiotherapist and then they have to cause pain for you to have one again. I'm not going to receive that. Christ redeemed me from pain. Well, you better use your faith all the time. I'm telling you, it works. You understand? It's like, even if, even if you're running, even if you're lifting weights, you don't have to be thinking, now I'm going to feel pain. That's when I'm gaining. You're gaining nothing. You're going through pain. I'm not going to go through life in, in pain. Even if I'm running, I'm believing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm believing. My muscles are working good. Did you hear that? Yeah, you better you be using your faith all the time. Or you'll be running with all the pain over here. He took that pain. Before you start jogging, before you start lifting, I say, hey, he, he redeemed me from pain. He redeemed me from the curse of feeling pain all the time. And on and on and on. Okay. Oh, no pain. <laughs> and I'm gaining. <laughs> Did you hear that? No pain, but I'm gaining. Hallelujah. So then he commanded. So we need to be aware of what? Him indwelling us all the time. And listen to what follows next, church. He has shown in our hearts. Wait, wait. He has shown in our hearts. This is the reason. To give the light of the knowledge. To give the light. He has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge. In other words, for you to have that revelation you require, or for you to understand what is, is being done, you need that light. That they are no longer words you are reading, but it's like you read them and it's like, this is a person. These are not just words. This is a person. And who is that person? To give the light of the knowledge of what? The glory of God. In the face of Jesus Christ. Remember, nothing, nothing is done without him. He's our everything. So look at this. 
He has shown in our hearts new creation to lead us into revelation knowledge of what? The glory of God. You remember Psalm 8? What is man that you are mindful of? Of him? You have crowned him with what? Glory and honor. How do I put it? I believe this. The glory of God is the presence of heaven. And in essence, he's saying this. We have become new creation that we may live as heavenly citizens carrying the very glory of God even right now as we go in our day-to-day -day activities. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what Let, let me, let me uh, validate it by going to the next script, next script in verse 7. Look at this. For we have this treasure in earthen vessels. This is not in your uh, pot that you came with it from your shago. You understand? This is not what he's talking about. You know that clay pot? Anyone who uses that clay pot? Then if you don't use, oh yeah, you see Mrs. Kabajan, chill over there, there is clay pot. I don't think I'll come and eat beans in your house. Because <laughs> there is so good and all that in that clay pot. You know, it, it tastes different. You all young people don't know that. <laughs> but, but, but look at this. But we have this Athen treasure in what? Athen vessels. Does it still remind you of Genesis chapter 2? Uh, you know, in, in creating man, he was formed out of what? Earth. So listen, we have this treasure in what? Athen vessels. That, which is that treasure? Remember back there is this, he has shown in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Is divine. Yet, is being carried by these earthen vessels. In other words, you carry God wherever you go. You carry God wherever you go. I've read some testimonies about heaven. One is saying that there's an angel. He <laughs> said the angel of God who's about 15, 15 to 20 feet high. Do you know 15, 20 feet high? And he said they chased from this side and this side about uh, 10 feet. And then he said, when I saw that angel, he said this, I would have hated to be the devil, to be demons. Because you can't imagine of that guy showing up before the devils. And, and listen to this. That's amazing. He's here. You can't see him here. Now, now look at this. And he's with you. Angels walking around all over here. Now, now look at this. And then he said this. One of those books, he said this. I looked up on the, the, the building is miles high. Can you imagine? That's heaven. The building is miles high. And he says this. <laughs> oh. And then he said that the buildings, the, the buildings are so wonderful. Some of them have balconies, and then people when come, you know, they're coming at the balcony. Yeah? They are coming, and they are going maybe to their, to their lawn. 
they are coming from the balcony, they don't stop. They go all the way down to the lawn. Just that way. There's no death in heaven. There's no falling. You don't fall in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's no falling. You just walk right, right over there. And it's there. What, what amazed me was this, church. I had to show my niece. Those who are here in 2017, when we did, she was 17 years then, faith. My niece, faith. But she was taken to heaven and hell. And this man, I had to show her this past Sunday, this man was taken to heaven in 1972 and he's written a book. He's saying the exact thing about the marriage supper of the Lamb, exactly what my sister saw, uh, my niece saw, exactly. I thought, can you imagine how God, God is? Showed you something of that marriage supper of the Lamb. And I told her, and no, you could have never imagined, so it's not like you made it up. That's God who revealed that to you. But think about miles, and then they say this. An example, an example, I'm giving an example. Right now you think like, I'm going to Mombasa. The next thing is this, you're at Nyali Bridge. You say there is, think, just think that way. And then she said, she went to a certain house, uh, she saw in a certain house, a certain lady who had a, you know, tapestry, something woven nicely. And she said, they're, they're, not, they're not, you know, weaving like the way you do over here, you know, like ladies. He said, there they speak. Just like this, you being this way. And it just, it just turns exactly what you're speaking it to be. Why is that? Everything is alive. I want to go buildings which are miles high. And then you think of it and you are the top building. That's heaven. That's the reality of heaven. And when you start telling people this, I think like, oh, you're imagining too much. That's, no, that's in line with the word of God. Now think about this then. So we have this treasure in what? Athen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. In other words, church, what is done for us, we are new creation. We need to be aware of, though we have this physical body over here, we have the power of God working inside of us all the time. The more we, we allow the light of the knowledge of the glory of God to be revealed to us, that light to reveal, the more we allow that light to reveal to us this knowledge of the glory of God increases and we'll see the manifest presence of God all the time. Let me read something from the Passion Translation of the same scripture. I think you have some, still some few minutes here. Are getting anything out of this? Now listen to what the Passion Translation says. <clears throat> For God who said, let brilliant light shine out of darkness. And then it, 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 it says this, it explains that verse. That verse 6, Paul helps us to understand that light, listen to this, is both literal and a metaphor for spiritual revelation and shows that the creation narrative provides us with analogy repointing to the experience of new birth in Christ. In other words, we see Genesis chapter 1 and we see the new creation when? Now. The new creations. And then he says this, he is the one for God who commanded for let bright light shine out of darkness. 
is the one who has cascaded his light into us. The brilliant dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God. As look at this, what, what, what follows this? As we do what? We gaze. Does that remind you of what I've been speaking about? As we gaze into the face of Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to, to say this in verse 7. We were like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within. You should have run to the petrol station and come back already. <laughs> we are like common clay jars. Common. That carry what? This glorious treasure within. So every day is here. But what do we need? The light, the light to reveal that knowledge to us of that glory that we are carrying all the time. Until I started doing this, I started, uh, I, I couldn't see much results in laying on of hands. Because before then, listen to what I'm about to say, you have to really to use your imagination. Before then, mostly people lay hands, I could lay hands, and I'm thinking about heaven right up there. You know, the, like the power is coming from up. No, it's not. It's coming from within. Now, unless the glory of God, by his will and by, you know, by God manifesting his glory, the glory of God comes and then that's a different thing. But the, the power is within. Remember even Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, he can do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all, that we can imagine or think according to the power that works within us. So the power is within. Oh God, send your power. There's a song we had to change. I said, please don't sing it that way. Send your power. Send your glory. You know, if I'm saying, uh, I won't be in the meeting, but I've sent Norman. I don't want him sending. That power, I want him. And listen to this, he is within. So we change it to say this, reveal your power. Reveal your glory. Because the glory is within, the power is within. So what we need is what? Revelation. The God, the God is there. So the light is to give us. The light is to give us the knowledge of the glory of God. Now, now, remember what I was saying on, on, on Sunday. Without light, you can see. Did you understand? Did you ever, did you remember retina? Or you are floating? Okay, you may have perfect eyes, but without what? Without light, you cannot what? See, because light is what activates everything. The, the potential is there, but immediately light comes, now it enters through cornea and then to pupil. Pupil through lens. Lens through what? Retina. And then retina now there, they, they gather it as, a, as electric signals from retina. Uh, Tina, Tina was telling me in, in the Sunday afternoon, say, well, I thought this guy has so much knowledge about that. I said, but if I'm, 
honey, if I'm going to, to say something, I have to go again, refresh myself and study. Yeah, you are saying like you've known it all the time. I say, yeah, yeah, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know, you're, you're, she was the kind of like, no, 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 no. I say, sweetheart, but if you're going to, come on, does that, anyone, if you're, Donna? And you go, Donald, if you're going to present something, must you not study? Refresh. I tell people, even if you've, you've, you have taught it a hundred times, go back and study. So, so, Professor, make it fresh inside of you. So, look at this. So, I told her this day, though, listen, if I didn't have understanding, I couldn't explain it. But don't you see I have understanding? And I just don't say it. You know, I just whisper. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look at this then. I want you to see something <laughs> in that light. Look at this. So light comes and activates what is, is, is the ability is there. But light does something. All right? So it goes to retina, what, what the, these electrical signals, and they pass through now the optic nerve, and when they hit the brain, image is formed. The ability was there all the time, but light, listen to what I'm about to say, in light of spiritual things, but the light is what is revealing that ability. I hope you got that. Go back to verse 6 to see if now they'll get it. For, oh, okay. As, uh, um, never mind with that. Let me say it in the New King James Version. For God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has what? Shone in our hearts that he may do what? Give the light. Give the light. That light for what? The knowledge of the glory of God. So the more I'm getting to the word of God, that light is coming and I'm seeing even further and more of what I have been made as a new creation. The abilities that are in me that I don't have to live as a mere man, but as the one carrying the glory of God in this earthen vessel. But without light, not see. The ability is there. I had a certain man say many years ago, he said this, some of you, because you don't read the word, is a Nigeria. You don't read the word, you'll go to heaven and you'll be told all this was yours. And you say, ah! <laughs> <laughs> all this was yours. And I say, ah! <laughs> I say, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I don't want that. Come on, that. I don't want that. Amen? I don't want that. In fact, there's something I was praying about, and the Lord just, I had just inside of me. It wasn't even a, an audible voice, but I, I, just inside of me, this is a simple matter. I thought, yeah, Lord. And, and then I listened to what he said this. I want you to start seeing me 
as a good father to you. Ah, oh, I felt like a small boy right there. I wanted to change your image and, and, and just see me as a good father to you. This is a small, a simple matter. I said, God, God. Yeah, but you know, it's thousands of dollars. It's a simple matter. It doesn't change. Have you gotten some light? Are you seeing what I'm saying? Now look at this. So, so let's, let's go, go back to that The Passion translation. Uh, we still have some time. Uh, we did meet the other Wednesday. And this Wednesday, so this is, so far away we've reached is for the other Wednesday. So we are beginning the second Wednesday and then we get to the material of this. What's the problem? We are in the glory. <laughs> no, 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 kidding. But, but look at this. <clears throat> we are like, are you seeing all that? We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that this so that this, oh, what? Oh, okay. You also say, is, which, which one is this? Maybe they keep upgrading. But listen to what man says. We are like common clay just that carry this glorious treasure within. That's wonderful. So that this immeasurable power. Oh, I see. Uh, I didn't make up anything. Right, you lift up your right hand to see that you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that what? Immeasurable power will be seen as God's, not ours. Nejesu. You know, someone say, oh, God, you are powerful. Nejesu. <laughs> this what? This is, this is immeasurable, or I like even that one, extraordinary flow of power. <sighs> will be seen as God's, not ours. Listen to some explanation there. Listen to this. Listen. This verse begins with a long and complicated Greek sentence that ends with verse 10. Paul uses figurative languages to say that we are common clay jars created from dust or clay. Yet, listen, we possess the brilliant light of God's glory. Woo! Woo! Jesus Christ and carry him as treasure in our being. The outward vessel is not as important as the glorious treasure within. Though you need to have some makeup, you understand? No, just kidding. The metaphors here may allude to Gideon's clay pots that had been burning torches inside in Judges 7.16. Uh, you can go in that, that in your own time. But think about that. That actually, this trash. You know what I like about buildings, personally? This is personal opinion. I like outside. Look, look, earthy. You know, just, you know, like, we know, the way we've done our buildings over there, they're called bush stones. Outside, it may look like that way. And when you enter in, it's so, wow, this is good. You know what I think about that? A new creation. 
the new creation. And he became taller on 17th June 1996. And I'm not moved. After I gave my life to Christ, I didn't become taller. And I'm not moved. But inside of me, there's the man Jesus. We're talking about what? Christ within. Don't you think that will change your prayer? Or pray? Hmm? Instead of send your power, you start now. In other words, let this power within me be revealed. What do I want? I want revelation of God's word concerning what you've done for me. All right? Now, let's, let's see over here next. In 2 Corinthians 4, 6, listen, listen to this from the New Living Translation. And then we have some few other scriptures, then we finish. Listen to the New Living Translation. For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. And then he says this. We now have the light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Oh, church, until we are convinced he's in us, he's in us, he's in us, and we are conscious of him, we'll do little. We'll be thinking he's up there. He is, yet he came to make his permanent home in our hearts. Go to Ephesians chapter 3 quickly from uh, the Amplified Classic Version. I had a certain little girl, she's little, I think she's 21, she's a, she's a musician. I had her say this, <clears throat> she's wonderful. She, she's, she reminded me of Whitney Houston before she got into the world. You know, she's just pure. You know, just, you know, looking at her and just, just pure. Just, she just loves the Lord. I pray God help her to be that way. Because she started coming around big names in the U.S. She's an American. And she's an African-American. I thought, oh God, give that girl. And I agree in the name of Jesus. She's, you know, genuine. She has such a wonderful voice. Just so different. In fact, I'm going to look for her. Her, her, her music. She's called Victory Boyd. Victory Boyd. You remember? Victory, Victory Boyd. She's so wonderful. I think she's 21. Or um, maybe 24 months. But she just, even her hair, just, you know, uh, just afro. <laughs> it's wonderful. But she says something. I was watching her. Uh, this is the second time to see her. She said something. She said, darkness always comes, you know, like now it's dark in the evening, to remind us that darkness is around. But then she says this, but it doesn't last because the day comes in the morning. <laughs> you understand? I thought, I think it's because I've been studying about light and this being in my heart. So yeah, it just that made, it made yeah. I like the way she's put it. 
It's wonderful. Listen to this, church. Whatever you are facing as the adversity of the devil is not permanent. It's not. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. What are you supposed to do? Go to the word over and over again. Okay, now look at this in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 3. We'll, I'll go ahead and read, uh, just reading. Verse 14, for this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all Father who takes his title and derives his name. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with the mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Who's the Holy Spirit? God. But the Holy Spirit himself indwelling what? Your innermost being and personality. In other words, church, you, we can have these clay vessels walking around, but we have the very presence of the Father in us. The personality of God, unmovable God. And he says this, may Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in our hearts. That's a prayer of Paul by the Holy Spirit for you and I. Do you know when that is happening, what, what, will, not, what will never be in, in our mouths? Oh, Today I feel low. Where will you feel low him being there? Are you, you still here or you left? Now you are eating your dinner. <laughs> you, know, you know, say like, today I feel low. Will, will you really feel low? Tell me of the, uh, a day that God feels low. But he's in heaven. He says that's what you have given to you. To carry. I don't know if you've seen that. Okay, let me say it again. Say this. May Christ through your faith. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. What is that? The light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Actually dwell, settle down. Uh, for those who are here when I was beginning, settle down means what there? Huh? Come on, say it. Don't whisper. Rest, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, I don't have anything to give. <laughs> but settle down is rest. You see that? Uh, uh, may Christ through your faith, actually, you went and need his rest. Settle down. What is the word? Another word? Abide. Another word? Make his permanent home. That changes your residential area. You see that right there? If we allow him, he changes your residential area. And now look at this. In your hearts may be rooted deep in love and founded secure in love. And verse 18, that you may have what? The power and be what? Strong to apprehend and grasp with all the sense. God's devoted people, the experience of that love. What is the breadth and length and depth and height of it? And depth of it. That you may really come. Look at verse 19. To know, that is what? The light of the knowledge of the glory of God. 
in the face of Jesus Christ. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled. And why the only one who's excited about <laughs> that you may be filled through what? All your being. That is wall to all Holy Ghost filled. Full. All your being. And to all what? The fullness of God. May have what? The richest measure of the divine presence and become a body filled and flooded with God himself. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Christ within. Now you see, you see now, it's not send your power. It's reveal your power. Now look, let's, let's go to the verse 20. Let's read together. Now to him, let's declare together, not read. Let's declare. Now to him, who by consequence of the action of his power, that is at work where? Within us. Is able to carry out his purpose and do what? Super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. We've got church right there. Within. Within. So if I meet with you tomorrow, maybe you meet somewhere in town and you're, you're doing this, understand you are you are reminding yourself of he's within. You understand? <laughs> I find you, and I find you, you say, hey, hey, pastor. I say, yes, yes, pastor. Oh, yes, oh, she's reminding herself. He's within. Hallelujah. Mamas, we have ever been expectant. Is there any day you, you forgot you expected? You, you all kept quiet. I thought you were going to answer me. Did you ever forget? Like, you know, you are seven months expectant, but you forgot. So you get there, you go to, the, go to the evening to the husband and say, today, the whole day, I forgot I'm expectant. <laughs> <laughs> the husband may be thinking of a psychiatrist. <laughs> but look at this. Hey, lady, don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget. Just like you did, never forgot you expectant. Just know that all the time, be conscious of him. In fact, at some point, you may be told by other ladies, say, oh, come on, why don't you eat this? I say, no, no, not this time. Kind of, I'm taking, I'm more conscious of, I'm expecting a baby. I'm conscious of this. I say, oh, okay, yeah, we understand. Oh, we need to go out there. There is a discourse. No, 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 I'm, ex I'm, more, I'm more conscious. <laughs> Of the one inside of me. I'm more conscious of him. There are places I can go to. There are, there are conversations that I can get, get into myself. I mean, get myself into. Or engage in. In such conversations. Because I'm more aware of the expectancy. To him be glory in the church. And in Christ Jesus through all generations. Forever and ever again. Let's finish now. Let's go to Colossians 1, 24, 27. Now, this is the time to run. That you just think and you're in your home after this. After you say amen. I mean, that's good. 
Even now I rejoice in the midst of sufferings on your, on your behalf. Can you imagine Paul saying that? And then he says this, and in my own person I'm making up whatever is still lacking and remains to be completed on our part of Christ's affliction. Can we read it from the New King James Version, please? Because this one is long. And now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. Of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, from which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of Christ. Look at verse 26. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been what? Revealed to his saints. Now, what, what will you be interested to know there from just that scripture? Your interest is what? Huh? Yeah, the mystery. You're thinking right, but you need to just say it out. You know, now the mystery has been hidden from ages and from generation, but now has been what? Revealed. Just that, that, just, does that remind you of Sean? In past tense, has been revealed to his sense. So your concern now is what? Mystery. Now look at this. Let's go to the next verse 27. To them who? The saints. God willed. God willed to make known, what is that, knowledge? To make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Remember, he may reveal what? The light of the knowledge of the glory of God. So he's saying this. This is the glory of God inside of you. Christ in you. Let's read that verse, verse 26 and 27 from the Amplified Classic Version. please. Praise God. The mystery which was hidden from ages and generations from angels and men. But is now revealed to his holy people the saints. That's you. And look at what follows in verse 27. To whom God was pleased to make known how great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ within and among you, the hope of realizing the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo, that's the glory of God right within. Whew. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That ought to heal you completely. If you came with any kind of pain of anyone who came with pain in the body and you needed someone to believe God with you. What are you feeling? Pain? Check it out. Is it still there? You sure? Check it out now. Still there? Come on, come over here. Hallelujah. So you'll know when it leaves you. Come on, answer me. You know where it leaves you. All right. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, the glory that is within her. When the Holy Ghost ever.
be gone. In Jesus' name. What happened? Tell me. Huh? I can't hear. Come and talk, talk, talk. Yeah, no, we don't want better. We want it gone, complete. She says she's feeling better. What do you want? Complete. Complete. Complete? Yeah? Better is being healed complete. That's it. That's it. I said completely in the name of Jesus. I don't, don't tell me what you think I want to hear. <laughs> but listen to this. The word of God does not lie. You are completely I know it inside of me. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's stand up just thank him. This evening you can just thank him for a few minutes. Time is gone. Hallelujah. Would you just lift your voice and just thank him and bless him? Come on, go ahead. Now with all this, you need to be lifting up your voice and just hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, just thank him. Hallelujah. Just give him praise and glory. Just give him glory, give him glory, give him glory. Thank him. Having done all this for us, all you can do is just thank you, Lord. You just deserve the glory and honor. Just thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for doing this for us. We praise you, O oh Lord. Give glory to you, our King. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. You lift up your hands to him. Father, thank you for what you've done for us. With such assurance, we can stand by faith. Drawing from the life within us. And speak to our nation. Light be all over this nation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your mercy and for your grace all over this nation. You've preserved us and you've kept us. Lord, thank you for your people this evening. Thank you for the light of the knowledge of the glory of God concerning the mystery which is Christ in us. The hope of glory. Greater is he that is in you 
that is, that is in the world. Thank you for strengthening your people. Thank you, Father, for invigorating them with your mighty power. In Jesus' name. Amen.